Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is your daily financial news. This is your quick discussion about how to make some money, build some wealth, protect you and your family. So let's get into it again. Thursday, July 7th. I hope you're having an amazing day. First and foremost, we got some earnings. Actually, we got one earnings today. Earnings for the second quarter really kick off next week. But I think what we saw from Helen of Troy. Yes, folks, Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy is a health and beauty company. Helen of Troy, I believe, is going to be the rinse and repeat for most of the earnings calls next week and the week after and the week after. What did Helen of Troy tell us? One, beat top line, which means revenue, sold a lot of stuff. Two, beat earnings, mean made some money. However, again, this is not about looking in the rear view mirror backwards. We wanna know what you are seeing in the windshield. And this is where it blows up. Helen of Troy told us, we have had to cut, cut our full year forecast. Why? Consumers are trading down. They are, don't have the same discretionary income. And inflation is kicking our butt. The fact that Wall Street still has 10% earnings growth on the S&P 500 this year and 9% next year is it's either a crime or a call on their stupidity. I will let them choose which one. There is no chance. Let Helen of Troy be that Sound in the forest that you and I are going to talk about day after day after day. Consumers are retreating. Inflation is kicking our butt. Just watch for it. That stuff is coming. Next up, we got the Fed meeting minutes. And there's a couple of things that I was looking for. One, I wanted to see if there was really any talk of a 100 basis point move. If you follow my channel, you know I subscribe to the rip the Band-Aid off fast, shock the market, cause Wall Street to throw up, cause capitulation. Let's find the bottom. Let's get there so we can build out of it. Well, the Fed, once again, doesn't like that idea. There was really no talk about 100 basis point move. There was talk, a clear talk, that they are going to raise 75 basis points in July. That was the common theme. Uh, so again, I, I've had a couple of rants on my daily financial news, so I'll try to keep it quiet or calm. I hate the fact that the Fed feels like they have to tell Wall Street, so Wall Street has an orderly adjustment. 
I understand what they're doing, but gosh darn it, kick them in the nuts. Let's have a couple of days or weeks of pain. Let's find the bottom. Let's wash out the people with too much leverage and too much stupidity. Let's go. I hate ripping a hair or ripping a Band-Aid off one hair at a time. It is excruciating. Next, Sprout Mortgage, a non-QM lender. Gone. This is the second non-QM lender to go uh, in the last couple of weeks. The first was First Guarantee Mortgage. Let's have an honest discussion about this because I know there is a channel that wants to scare you into believing that First Guarantee Mortgage and Sprout Mortgage is a sign of impending bank doom. Folks, stop watching that garbage. These two lenders' entire existence was built to process refinances in the last two years. Folks, they built amazing overhead and amazing systems to process over and over and over and over again. That market is over. 80% drop in refinances. Yes, they have tried to make it up in purchase demand, but if you watch my channel, you know that that demand is not there. These companies were bloated. They were built for another time and they should go bankrupt. That is how the system works. This is not Washington Mutual. This is not any of the other banks. They, they don't have savings and checkings accounts. Your mom, your grandma, your neighbor is not depositing stuff. So if you are watching a channel that wants to tell a story of first guarantee mortgage or sprout mortgage is a sign of impending doom because it's a sign that the banking system is weak, flush that channel, unsubscribe. It's complete and utter nonsense. Nonsense. Inflation peak, folks. We get CPI next week. I want to play a game, folks. Yes, on this channel, I ask for audience participation. So there's an article in Kiplinger. Again, I read all things, all places. I just bounce around. Yesterday, I found Kiplinger. Kiplinger. They believe that inflation will peak at over 9% sometime in the next three months. I'll admit, that's a frightening number. It's frightening. But we have a CPI number next week. And if you remember, I called my number two weeks ago. I think I called it two weeks ago, and I see no reason to change it. Again, to remind you, last month's CPI was 8.6. The expectation is now, I found it yesterday, 8.7. And if you remember, I called 8.8, .8 and I made that call a couple of weeks ago. So let me know what you think. I'm going to make 8.8 .8 the number. And again, I think this comes out on Thursday. When does it come out? Up oh, comes out on July 13th, whenever that is, July 13th. Will you take the over at 8.8 .8 or the under? I'm going to nail it with the 8.8 .8 number. Let's see how we do. Yield curve inversion. This is, it's really odd. 
right? Yield curve inversion, sign of a recession coming. We are hearing from companies like Helen of Troy that the consumer is retreating. Inflation is killing their expense line on their income statement. The dollar is remarkably strong, which is going to hurt all of these multinationals. Just wait. You're going to hear more about currency fluctuations, FX charges, things of that nature. It is, um, it's a very interesting time to study the economy. You have the consumers going one way. You have the Fed going another way. And of course, you have Wall Street. Wall Street, in my opinion, thinks the Fed is chicken or weak or lying. I, um, I understand why Wall Street thinks that. I think, I think betting on a Fed pivot, shoot, even a Fed pause this year is unwise. I also believe we are going to get the earnings cuts of all earnings cuts, a la Helen of Troy today. It's going to be fun to watch Wall Street. It's, it really is because Wall Street thinks one way. The bond market is crashing the 10-year, although I've sec- I think it might be up this morning. Very, very interesting. And then June active inventory. Folks, uh, thank you to the dozens of people that sent me this article from Fortune. I did a full live stream on it here about 20 minutes ago. I'll give you the high level in the daily financial news and ask you to watch that video. It will be in my playlist called Whiteboard. It'll be the last video in there just in a few minutes. Uh, the, sh- the short details are there are 917 regional housing markets in the United States. 50 states, District of Columbia, but there's 917 housing markets. Of those, 873 have seen an increase in inventory. Okay. 137 of them have seen inventory increase 100%. 50 markets have gone up 150%. So if you want to call a housing crash, that is where your video stops. You're like, oh my God, the world is ending. However, if you want to look at the complete picture, check out these facts. Because these facts, crazy in my opinion. Again, remember, 917 regional housing markets. 899, yes, 899 are still below 2019. Interesting. 601. 601 of these regional housing markets are 50% or more below 2019 levels. Folks, I believe a lot of this changes because of July 20th. I've called this for now for a week or so. I believe July 20th will be a seminal moment. I believe the National Association of Realtors reports will come out and scare buyers and scare sellers. So what happens? First, buyers see it and they hear the drumbeat of housing crash, housing crash, housing crash, housing crash, housing crash. Buyers will start to say, I'm going to take pause. I'll take six months off. I'll see where this economy goes. Buyer, we've already lost 18 million buyers because they can't afford it. They don't get a yes answer. We are going to lose more because of fear. And then also July 20th is going to cause owners or sellers to say, you know what, honey, 
The market is crumbling. We have to throw our, mar our house on the market now. We've got to get out. We'll rent and we'll buy back later. Then, so we get less buyers and a lot more supply. Then I don't have any good news. We have to wait 30, 45, or 60 days. We are going to have buyers and sellers, just a vacuum, a nothingness. That is when your research, your understanding of your buy box will allow you to find the motivated sellers. Because a lot of these sellers that will throw their inventory on the market want to sell. They don't need to sell. What you want to do as a buyer is you want to find the seller who needs to sell. A lot of these buyers that will be afraid and throw their houses on the market are simply going to waste time. Because what will happen after 30 or 60 or 90 days is they will pull their house off the market and say, honey, I guess we're staying put. Folks, July 20th is going to be bananas. I can't wait for the 21st and the 22nd and the 23rd of all the headlines screaming, see, we told you a housing crash is coming. The news media wants a scary headline. I believe the scary headlines, as I always say, are going to chase my competition away. And I, and hopefully you, who are doing your work every day will write many offers and then eventually you will get a motivated seller and you will do your great deal. Again, in this environment, it is your job and your mandate if you follow my channel to only do great deals. I have no idea what a great deal is in your market. I am sorry but you can figure it out. In this market, we are not paying list price most of the time. In this market, we are getting sellers to pay closing costs. In this market, you should ask for them to buy down your rate. Buyers after July 20th could be like unicorns holding a four-leaf clover standing on a rainbow. You have the power. Use it. This is for investors and home buyers. Anybody who is ready and able and willing to buy after July 20th, please get the best deal you can. And then finally, I believe we are going to have two years of negative headlines. If you want to get around an amazing group of people who are doing the work every day where you can ask questions and be around and just get positive reinforcement, Buy my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, and join the Facebook group. You won't be disappointed. Then you get all the extras like deep dives and all that other good stuff we do. But anyways, folks, that is your news. I look forward to talking to Jonathan Twomley here in a few minutes. We haven't caught up in a couple of weeks, so I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Thursday's a great day because we also have the Three Amigos, uh, which is something I'm looking forward to because Dion was actually on vacation last week. Hey, did anybody tell Dion he can't go on vacation? I don't know. I got to tell him that. Anyways, take care. I'm having a great day. I hope you are. Bye.